0: It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome everybody. I am excited. I have on the show today, Mark Fatchler. He is the CEO and founder of Vistro. And if you haven't tried Vistro, go to Bistro.com. You will be blown away. We're talking... Um, country fried chicken, and uh, this is all plant-based, chef-crafted, preservative-free food, and they were nice enough to send me a bunch of different samples, and it is beyond good. Uh, So today we're going to talk to Mark and find out more about him and his company. Uh, Mark Fatchler, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Bert. It's great to be with you.
0: All right. So tell us a little bit about your background, because you have a very diverse background. I mean, if you, you've gone from if uh, I'm if I, if I I'm looking at this and you have um, uh, what do you call it? An investment background. You have a background um, in uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, some uh, you've earned a degree of arts and economics. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to Vistro.
1: Sure. So. I'm originally from Costa Rica. I was born and raised there. Came to the States uh, for college. I went to the University of Texas at Austin. And uh, after graduating, I uh, had a short stint in, adver- in the advertising industry. I was working in media. Uh, after that, I moved where I wanted to go from the beginning, which was uh, finance. So uh, I started working at a private equity, then an investment bank. Um, And while I was working in investment banking, that's when I started uh, struggling with eating healthy. Uh, I was making a lot of really bad choices and uh, for uh, options out there that can help me, you know, something that was convenient and healthy and I couldn't find anything. So that's how Vistro was born.
0: Yeah, I love it. Okay, so basically you had a problem and... You, you, you were thinking, okay, i got to fix this problem for myself. And is that how Bistro got started? It was just trying to solve your problem, and you realize this is a problem that a lot of us are facing?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I was working very long hours. I was getting home at 11 p.m., midnight. All I wanted to do was eat something quick so I could go to bed. And um, that meant that basically frozen pizza, that was, uh, that was all I could eat. Uh, or you know, meals from the supermarket, frozen meals from the supermarket, which uh, you know they're not very nutritious and uh, they lack in taste. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so I started putting you know a, a business plan together. I talked to friends and family and uh, raised uh, very little funds. We you know we we started with uh, with a very small commercial kitchen. Um, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it by myself. So I reached out to my sister who had a background in, in marketing and uh, sales. And uh, she loved the idea. She was struggling with similar issues. So she joined me and we launched the company in uh, 2013, so seven years ago.
0: Wow. Yeah. And, and let me tell you, I, I, I am so impressed because when you buy something that is plant-based, uh, preservative-free, You're a little hesitant, but everything I've tasted, uh, this enchilada casserole, me encantó.
1: Well, what what we've been trying since the beginning is to make food that's not just healthy and uh, 100% plant-based, but it needs to taste good. People, you know, if they see it in a picture and the picture looks beautiful, they're going to buy it. But if it's not good, they're not going to come back. And the business can survive that way.
0: Right. No, no, it was fantastic. All right, so... Tell us a little bit about, um, so here you are, you're in what, 2013. You have this idea. From the time that you had the idea, you talked to your friends and family. Was it officially launched in 2013 then, or was it 2014?
1: Well, the idea came about in 2012. Okay. And I started putting the business together Uh, towards uh, December 2012. That's when I finally uh, was able to get some funding to get the business started. I already had a a very detailed uh, business plan, and so I started putting the company together uh, once I received those funds. Uh, renting a commercial kitchen. Uh, in the beginning, it was only three employees. It was me, my sister doing marketing, and uh, and our chef, which is um, still our chef. <laughs> He's been with us since day one.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so. um you you said that you reached out to friends and family first for your funding. Correct. Uh, Is that how you opened in 2013? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. This is a great lesson for a lot of people. You know, uh, there's two rules of thinking out there. You know, a lot of people say, man, uh, do not get your friends and family involved in your, in your business because if it goes bad, which a lot of them do, then, you know, you got to deal with your friends and your family. But, I believe, kind of like you believe, if if I really am passionate about this business, if I believe in this business, I like to get my friends and family involved, um, it puts a little bit, it it puts even more pressure on you to to succeed, at least to to succeed enough to get your friends and family (laughs) paid for, right? I agree with you, and not only that.
1: Friends and family, nobody knows you better than your friends and family. And if they believe that you can do something, if they believe that you have the capability and the skills to do it, they're going to support you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also, they, uh, I think, are going to be honest with you and say, hey, this product didn't taste good. It had a lot of problems. It, You know, whatever. It, it, and it, that honesty... If you are humble enough to, uh, to take it, you can use it to make the product better. So when you start selling to strangers, you know that you have a good product.
1: Exactly right.
0: All right. So, um, you, so here you launched in 2013. Are you a subscription-based?
1: So when we started, we weren't subscription-based. Um, I, uh, decided to do it that way because I didn't want to lock people down and to make people buy something that they didn't want to buy. That's the way I used to see subscriptions. So we started, uh, with one of, uh, purchases, people would come in and buy whatever they want. Um, a couple of years after that, we implemented a subscription model, which was only for our weight loss plans, which... Uh, we decided to launch. And the reason we did that is because we figured that if you're on a weight loss plan, it, you can't just eat at once. You have to keep doing it for a while to see results. Right. So, so we started with that. And then uh, in December, 2018, we decided to make a big move. And we changed the whole buying process. We made it more subscription focused. And, uh, you know, people are loving it. They, uh, it's a lot easier. They don't have to worry about going in and picking their meals in uh, ordering every week or every two weeks, uh, it's done like that. They can still change the meals whenever they want uh, the meals they receive, but it's uh, it's a lot more simple and easier for them.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like it. I, I think it's smart. And you know, one of the other options, uh, not not options, one of the other ideas for me with the subscription model is that it, it guarantees you to uh, stay on track a lot easier because. Correct whether you're trying to lose weight or just stay healthy you don't want to be all of a sudden a week or two without you know your, your favorite foods because all of a sudden now you fall off the wagon or the cart whatever it is and, and you got to, and you start making very, bad choices <laughs> yes it's very
1: easy to fall back into old habits
0: yes it is yes it is it's it's uh, terribly easy all right so let me put you on the spot here how is Distro different from other meal delivery companies out there?
1: Well, we're different in many ways. Uh, first of all, we only sell plant-based products. Uh, we believe since the beginning. We believe that that's the healthiest way to eat. There's uh, different, um, you know, if you want a, a piece of chicken, you can go anywhere. But if you, you know, whether you're uh, trying to protect animals or you just want to eat healthy, or you're uh, environmentally conscious. Either of those reasons are reasons enough to eat plant-based. Um, and uh, what we're trying to do since the beginning is not uh, trying to convince you to become vegan. We don't believe that that's the way to do it. We The mission of the company is to get everybody eating more plants, because eating more plants help, helps everybody, helps you, helps the planet, helps the animals. Uh, another way that we're different is that we ship our meals frozen. And the reason we do that, well, first of all, we start shipping frozen so that we could reach the whole country since day one. That's something that you cannot do with a fresh product. But the main reason is because we wanted this product to be very convenient. And uh, when you receive meals that you're forced to eat in three or four days or they're going to go bad, that is not that I didn't consider that extremely convenient for me because uh, sometimes I didn't know if I was going to go out to dinner or if I had plans to do something else. Uh, so in many cases, those meals went bad. And you know, coming from Costa Rica and from, uh, you know, from my background, I hate uh, throwing tossing food away. Um, so by shipping frozen, people have enough time to uh, decide when they want to eat those meals. It differs from the meals from the supermarket because we don't add preservatives. So while the meals from the supermarket can be sitting in a shelf for six months to a year, our meals are good for up to eight to 10 weeks in the freezer.
0: Yeah, and you know what? You hit the nail right on the head. I can definitely testify that some of these, quote, fresh delivery foods, which is awesome, but sometimes by the time you even get the food, it's already going bad exactly and so the clock starts ticking the minute it leaves their warehouse and so sometimes you get that food and you can see okay some of the stuff is already going bad i have now i have to go to the grocery store which is what i was trying to avoid at the beginning and replace some of this food that's gone bad and then as you said i only got three or four days to eat it and let me tell you everybody's busy um even you know in a perfect example even in this lockdown quarantine situation the restaurants are still open and people, you know, people uh, are going there and ordering out and we're at home. Most of us are either, you know, we're at home. Most of us anywhere at home, we're working from home or we're not working. We're just stuck at home and, and we're still eating out because we, we like the convenience. Um, and so to get this food and know that, hey, I only got two or three days to consume it, or it's going to go bad. I agree with you. It's not, it's not, it's, it didn't work for me either. So I love that about Vistro. I, I just, uh, you know, I thought it was good. You know, one of the other things that I liked about Vistro is you had a massive selection. You had everything. One of my other favorite ones was the red curry. Uh, it was just fantastic. I, I enjoyed that very much, but you guys had a very large selection, which I was impressed that uh, you would have that big of a selection, so I thought I thought that was great.
1: Yeah, we offer over fifty different items at any given time. We rotate the menu. Uh, we don't really rotate the menu. We believe that people are creatures of habit. When you like something, when you find something yes. that you like, you want to know that you can keep going back and get it. Yes. Uh, at the same time, we're also we're always adding new meals, and uh, and also you know getting rid of meals that. You know, either don't sell well or don't get good reviews because we want to make sure that if you know if you're going to be with us for a while, that uh, you like most of our selection. So, uh, so we try to keep it uh, fresh.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, uh, and that's smart. I mean, you keep the meals that people like, and you rotate out the ones that aren't so popular. It's just smart. It's smart marketing. It's smart business. <laughs> All right, so. You and I were talking before the show, so you left Austin, Texas. You're now in L.A. So is the company all now in an L.A.-based company?
1: Yes. Uh, we're based in L.A. We make all our meals in L.A., and we distribute them through two distribution facilities, one in L.A. and uh, one in the East Coast.
0: Oh, nice. So if somebody's in the East Coast, they're going to get a uh, pretty quick delivery. Correct. That's very smart. Very smart. Okay. Okay. So here we are, we're seven years later. Um, how many customers have you guys gotten uh, or how many, yeah. How many customers do you guys have now?
1: Oh, uh, so we have, we still offer one-offs. So we have a lot of customers that prefer to buy whenever they want. They just come in and they buy and then they may come a month later or two months later and buy again. Uh, and then we have our subscription customers. Uh, in total, I would say we have uh, about, 25, uh, about 30,000 subscribers, uh, customers. That's pretty Uh, nice.
0: Yeah, that's great. And what do you attribute your success to?
1: Uh, Well, you know, we've been very careful on how we grow the company. Uh, We've been very lucky because we uh, hit it in the head on a few trends that uh, didn't exist when, when we started, but the market was heading that way. Um, so that's uh, that's one of the reasons. But we've been very careful on how we grow. We haven't taken in a lot of funds from uh, from investors. Um, you know, it's mostly uh, friends and family who have invested in the company, and um, and we've managed growth. Uh, you know, very well. Some companies do well, don't do well because they grow too fast. Others they don't grow fast enough. Uh, right. We've been managing how quickly we grow and um and that's helped us prepare for uh you know for uh for the increasing customers the increasing volume
0: yeah yeah no you're absolutely right it, it sounds strange to some people it'll sound strange that a company um that a company can have problems if they grow too quick but it does happen it's yeah. one of those weird things um Oh, here we go. We have Douglas uh, Duer. I think it's Douglas Duer, who's a, a new customer two weeks ago. Appreciate the frozen product. Um, and um, let's see. Oh, questioning the sodium content. So he wants to know, uh, is it necessary? Could you have, could you share some reasoning? Otherwise I'm enjoying the plant-based recipes very much. Great product. Any, any, any uh, thoughts on the uh, sodium content?
1: Yes. Um- and uh, thank you for the question. And I'm glad that uh, he's enjoying the meals. Uh, the 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 issue with sodium is that vegetables in general they contain a lot of sodium. So to make a plant based meals plant based meal you're already going to have a high sodium content. In addition to that, uh, if you just prepare uh, vegetables with uh, no seasoning, then you know you're not going to get a lot of customers. So you have to season the products. Uh, we always try to keep them balanced. Uh, we make sure that there's not a, a, a crazy amount of sodium in the meals. Uh, you know, part of what we're selling is uh, is a healthy meal. So a meal with you know 1,500, 2,000 uh, milligrams of sodium might not be the healthiest, uh, which is by the way normally what you get when you go to a, to a restaurant. Uh, but uh, we do try to limit it as much as possible. I believe. Uh, the highest uh, content, uh, the highest, the highest sod- meal, meal with the highest sodium that we offer. It's about, uh, I believe, seven hundred and fifty or maybe eight hundred milligrams, which is still, it's not low, but um, but it's not as high as uh, when you eat out at a restaurant.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, sodium. Um you know, it, to me, sodium is like you said, it is, it's, is in so much of our food products, uh, even a protein bar, a vegan protein bar might have three or four or five hundred milligrams of sodium in, in a small little bar.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh. you know, some products use sodium for uh, as preservatives so that right. you know, taste it adds more because of, uh, of uh, preservatives. Uh, we don't have preservatives so the sodium that you get is because uh, you know we're trying to make the meal taste as best as possible
0: sure sure I, I, like i said I, the the all the meals that i've tried just like douglas uh, said uh, have all been fantastic uh i i enjoyed it and um um uh, what do you call it and i found them as far as sodium because it's one of the contents that i check i found it very reasonable Uh, Let me ask you this. Um, Let's talk about Bistro and um, how your business was affected by COVID or was it affected? Did you have a spike in growth? Talk about what happened with COVID.
1: Well, you know, COVID has been very, very challenging uh, for everybody. It's been challenging for us in a different, uh, in a different way. We, our demand uh, increased, uh, but, you know, we've you know, we always have to deal with issues. So, you know, we're still working. It's uh, food, so it's it's an essential business, uh, and uh, we had to uh, prioritize the health of our employees. Uh, so uh, so far, we've been lucky; we haven't had any issues uh, in the facility. And um, but we're always making sure that all the employees are fine. You know that you know, if one person gets it, then it's very likely that more. Are going to get it, and we want to make sure that people are going to be able, to, customers are going to be able to continue receiving their meals. Um, so, so that's one of the issues that we've been dealing with. The other one is disruptions in the supply chain. Um, we saw this coming uh, early, so we were able to stock up on certain ingredients that we knew were going to become uh, scarce, and. Um, and we we were able to mitigate it every once in a while there's you know a few ingredients that are really hard to find and we have to scramble in other cases we've had to uh put some meals uh out of stock uh temporarily but uh for the most part you know the, our business hasn't been affected as as much as uh as uh, most of the business in the country unfortunately
0: yeah yeah well you know what and that's uh, the some of the silver linings with COVID is that it made a lot of business owners more aware of what they were dependent on, uh, you know, and, and so I think that for a lot of business owners, it's going to help them prepare um, better. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, before COVID, if somebody had, uh, I don't know, let's say symptoms, might have a small cough or a runny nose, you know, it, it would be okay for them to come to the office. I think now after COVID, it's going to be different. If you yeah. have a runny nose, if you have a little bit of a cough, stay home. Yeah. <laughs> don't That's come exactly here. Right. We don't know what you might have.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. And as you can imagine, that makes it challenging uh, to run a business uh, because, yeah. you know, you may lose a big chunk of, uh, of your workforce in just a few days.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So uh, your chef is your chef uh, from the U.S. Is your chef from uh, Belize? H- how did you hook up and meet your chef?
1: So our chef is originally from Bolivia. Uh, he's lived most of his life in the U.S., uh, but he was born and raised in Bolivia and Argentina. Uh, it's uh, He grew up. Uh, as a vegetarian, which is uh, very rare in South America, yeah. Uh, but because he his uh, parents were vegetarians, he and his mom used to cook at home. Then uh, he was always interested in cooking, so he learned a lot from his mother. and And some of our recipes are his mother's recipe.
0: Oh, that's nice. That's very good. <laughs> oh man! So is it still uh, your sister still involved? Is she still in charge of marketing?
1: Yeah, my sister's still involved. Uh, she uh, she uh, manages marketing and uh, customer service. Um, you know, you asked earlier about uh, one of the reasons why uh, we're su- we've been successful, and it's because we roll our sleeves, we do everything, and uh, since the beginning, you know, a few just a few years ago, Monica, my sister, and I, we used to you know get in the freezer and. Pick uh, orders and uh, ship them to the customers. We we've done pretty much every single part of uh, of the business except for cooking, which neither of us is really good <laughs> at. It. Trust me, you don't want us to be in the kitchen.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. But that's smart. I mean, you know the business. You know, you know every detail of the business, and that's very smart. Yeah. Uh, it, you know
1: it, you know how to do everything, and then also when you ask. Things for employee, from employees. You want to make sure that there are things that can be done. And I, when I ask them for something, I know it can be done because I've done it myself.
0: Yes, and, and, and you can and you can say that. Hey, I've done it. I know it can be done. So be quiet and go do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, out of the fifty, you know, meals or so that you have, do you have a favorite meal uh, of, that, that you like?
1: Yes, I think my favorite is one of your favorites. It's uh, the country fried chicken. Yes.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's really interesting because when, when we first, that's one of the first meals that we launched uh, in the first set of meals when, uh, when the company was launched, and it wasn't selling very well. It took, it took a, a, I'd say, a, over a year for people to start buying it, and I refused to get rid of it because it was always my favorite. And, uh, and I'm, li- I'm happy that we kept it because now it's one of the best selling meals.
0: Yeah, and, and you know what? It is a very filling meal too. It's, it's uh, um, you know, when, when people hear uh, fried chicken and, and uh, what do you call it, vegan, it's, it, it messes with their head. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, you, 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 gotta, you have to kind of use, you have to use those terms because that's what we're most familiar with um, and, uh, but I loved it. I, I, that was, uh, one of my favorite meals. You're absolutely right. It's very, it's a big meal, uh, high in protein. I loved it. I thought it was great. And, uh, Douglas, it's the best Douglas says good.
1: <laughs> well, that's a very important meal for us. We have, we have two types of meals. We have meals that we call, uh, meals for, uh, professional vegans and vegetarians and we have the, what we call gateway meals. The country fried chicken is a gateway meal because somebody that's never had a vegan meal, and in their mind, a vegan meal would be, uh, you know, uh, steamed vegetables or a salad. Right. You know, they try something like this, which is more what they're used to eating. And if you know if they like it, and they, they you know they're gonna say, wait, wait a second, you know, I'm eating this that tastes you know just like what I eat it on a daily basis, then. Right be able to, you know, I might like some other things and they try other things.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? It, and uh, so I just got my, uh, I did a check with my doctor and I've always worked out. I've always eaten really good. Um, but uh, I, I want to say a couple of years ago, uh, when I say a couple years ago, I guess three or four years ago, my cholesterol was like at 250, which is considered high. And I was really annoyed by that because, like I said, I I always work out. I always eat well. Well, uh, because of that, you know, the doctors immediately want to put you on some kind of drug to reduce the cholesterol. So I started doing some research. And the more I looked into vegetarianism and vegan, it seemed like it was the way to go. And the more you you do that research, you realize that as humans, we are – naturally made to consume a vegetarian or vegan type of lifestyle. Uh, That's why we have the teeth that we have. Uh, That's why, you know, it's it's difficult for our bodies to process a lot of meat because that's what the the cholesterol that builds up in there. So I don't care whether you're eating, um, what do you call it, Uh, super clean meat uh, I don't care if it's fish or lean, you know, turkey, chicken, whatever, uh, it's still going to build cholesterol. And what, back to what I was saying so, this started me on my journey. Um, and as, the more I got into vegeta- uh, being a, a vegan, really, because uh, I, I haven't had dairy in probably 10 years, but, uh, you know, my cholesterol kept dropping and kept dropping and kept dropping. As of two weeks ago, when I went and saw my doctor, my cholesterol without any medication is now 97. So from 250 to 97, it took like four years, but that was all diet, no medication. That was just getting off, uh, off the uh, massive amount of animal flesh that I was consuming.
1: Yeah, we like to see food as preventive medicine. Yes. If you, if you eat the right things through your life, you know, you're gonna live a much healthier life, and, uh, and vegetables, help you accomplish that
0: absolutely absolutely uh, my, my my only fear uh, is that as you know because there is there seems to be a shift and people are eating more vegetables um, as we start to consume more and more vegetables you'll see these big conglomerates come in and they'll start trying to grow broccoli you know like they do the chicken right hey we got to get this broccoli to six pounds in six days and it's
1: pumping full of hormones.
0: It's going to be bad. <laughs> you know, and, and one of the good things, uh, you know, again, one of the silver linings about COVID is you would go to the grocery store and, and basically there would be tons of fruits and vegetables that looked like they were untouched. And, and then all the other food was like gone, right? I mean, uh, all the meats were gone. Oh, <laughs> What I call unhealthy food was all gone. All
1: the processed oh, yeah. no stuff, yeah.
0: <laughs> And, you know, my wife and I would just go through the vegetables and the fruits. And, man, we just – it was great. We never ran out of food. Never had to worry about it.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's about convenience and it's about, uh, you know, making sure that you're putting the right things in your body.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so uh, Vistro. Let's talk about this. How did you come up with the name Vistro?
1: Well, that's a, that's a funny story. Uh, I originally intended to call it some something else, and um, I started uh, uh, trying to get the the URL and trademarking the comment. the name that I had was already trademarked, and I couldn't find um, a URL that was close enough. And I didn't want to do a compound um, URL. So about a week before I had to launch the company, uh, I started trying to think of, uh, of different names, and I just figured, you know, bistro could be you know uh, vegan or vegetarian bistro. Well, let's call it bistro. And. Uh, You know, I didn't really have that much time to think about it. We just launched it like that. I figured that, you know, if I didn't like it down the road, that uh, I could always change it. Uh, And, um, you know, it it stuck.
0: No, it's a great name. I mean, if you're a a vegetarian or a vegan and you hear the word bistro, you get it immediately. At least I did. I thought it was a great name. uh, And and I thought, man, this is, you know, it, it sounds like bistro, but it's got that emphasis on the V. So it's Vistro, I love it, I think it's great, and a name is very important, it's it's memorable, and it's easy to spell, which is important. Yes, yeah, <laughs>
1: easy to remember, and uh, you know, if you remember easily, it's gonna be easier for you to find the website.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, all right, so um, let's go back to launching the product, Or uh, you know, here you are, you're about to launch this, so when you launch Vistro, did you immediately quit your job? Did you have your job for a while? Talk about that transition from employee to entrepreneur. Oh, I
1: was—I went all in. Uh, once I got the idea, once, and uh, and I uh, put together a business plan and I raised some funds. The moment I received the funds uh, from friends and family, I quit my job and uh, started working a hundred percent on this. Got gotcha. uh, I had no choice, you know. Yeah. I had people trusting me, uh, you know, this couldn't be a, a part-time endeavor. So, so I just uh, went all in. Same with my sister. For my sister, it was a little bit easier because she was a stay-at-home mom at the time, uh, and I knew that she was dying to go back to work. Uh, but for me, it was a risk. Uh, you know, I had no income for a while, and but you know, I figured that. You know, worst case scenario this could be a good life uh, lifestyle business uh, best case scenario we can hit it out of the park and I think we've been very lucky
0: yeah yeah well and I think a lot of that luck comes from the hard work that you did I mean when you burn that bridge and say okay I'm in it hundred percent you know it, it becomes all-consuming you're thinking about it 24/7 and you're trying to move the numbers and and you know and fix this and it it's a little bit here and a little bit there and you keep moving and um and of course you know we cannot discount monica it was perfect that she was a stay-at-home mom and she could help without necessarily uh you know changing her life too much and 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 putting a lot of pressure on the company so so that was very lucky oh yeah so now uh is so is monica here in the u.s is she there in la or is she back home where is she at uh
1: monica lives here in la um up until recently she used to come to the office now she works from home.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and the great thing about marketing is you can do that. Yeah. That is a lifestyle business. You can do that from any phone, any computer, any place that you have internet access. Marketing exactly. can be done. As opposed to cooking, you can only do that from a kitchen.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we sent uh, customer service and marketing to work from home, and uh, operations stayed, uh, stayed here.
0: gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, OK, and so you mentioned several times that you immediately when, when you got your funding, you opened, you started with a commercial kitchen right away. Uh, what were what were some of the benefits of starting with a commercial kitchen right away?
1: So a lot of people, they start with, a, you know, they rent a kitchen and, you know, they start doing work, you know, a little bit of work here and there. Uh, that's usually people that uh, that are starting part-time businesses to see if it works. I'd say right. most people do that. If it wo- if they if it works, then they can quit their job and and do it. Uh, like I said, I went all in, so I couldn't just do a part-time business. I knew that uh, that I ha- that you know if I needed it to grow fast, then I need to have the infrastructure to go to grow fast. It's not that we had a huge infrastructure. My our first kitchen was uh, about a twelve hundred square foot. Um, space that included kitchen, office, and storage space, which is tiny, uh, in the back of a used car dealership um, here in Los Angeles. And uh, we were there for the first uh, three years. Uh, Towards uh, around the second year, we started uh, outgrowing the place. I started looking for a bigger place. and, And I found one just in time. It took us about six months to fix it up. Uh, but our second kitchen, our current kitchen, is a uh, is a twenty thousand square foot facility. So we went from twelve hundred to twenty thousand.
0: Yeah, that's a good jump in growth. And at at that twenty thousand square foot kitchen, is that good for the next five years, or is that or are you going to run out of kitchen pretty soon?
1: Well, we're already running out of kitchen. <laughs> Uh, That's a good problem to have. Yeah, so we're working on on the next step, which is uh, expanding our current kitchen to uh, basically double in its size. So uh, we're expecting that in the next six months it's going to be 40,000 square feet.
0: Nice, nice. All right, so uh, if somebody wants to go and order uh, at Vistro, they go to Vistro.com?
1: Yes, uh, Vistro.com. Uh, there's different ways to order. You can order uh, one time. You can subscribe. Uh, you can uh, pick whatever you want. You can take recommendations. And it's very easy and very quick. So I just lost my light. Motion sensor. Yes. Um, it's very easy, quick, and, uh, and it's delicious. You've you got to try it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? And, and, I, and I do uh, agree with you. It is everything that I've tried at Vistro – Uh, it's been very delicious. Um, the, it's all been good. The delivery was fast. It's, uh, it it is to me, uh, definitely has been a pleasure, uh, working with Vistro just again, between the selection and the quality, I found it to be awesome. I, you know, and, um, I can go to the store and buy frozen, vegan meals, but when you look at all the preservatives and stuff that's added in there, you're like, I'm not well, going to get it from you guys.
1: think about this. You know, it's mostly vegetables in those meals. Right. If in the supermarket, that means that they, in the frozen food aisle, that means that they've been sitting in the freezer for at least a few months, and who knows, maybe, you know, a, year? maybe a year. Yeah, yeah.
0: So,
1: you know, even frozen, vegetables deteriorate.
0: Sure, sure. And a lot of people don't understand that. The reason that these meals last a year is because of the high level of preservatives that they have to put in there. Yep. Otherwise they'd have to charge you more because they have to, their product would turn over faster.
1: Exactly right.
0: All right, Mark, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I uh, wish you to continued to success at Vistro.com. Uh, Say hello to Monica, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon.
1: Bird, it was uh, great talking to you, and stay safe.
0: All right, you too, man. Thank you so much. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch, and check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.